0: Welcome to Locked On Cardinals. I'm your host, Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Man, Bo got his chance yesterday. Bo and I are in different cities, so we connect through something, through the soundboards at our respective stations. And uh, I was tied up here, so I was unable to uh, join him yesterday. But man, oh man, what a day for Arizona sports. DeAndre Hopkins. Acquired by the Arizona Cardinals is something that only happens in fairy tales. It's something that you wish would happen. Man, I just wish that you know the, the Texans would give us DeAndre Hopkins and then we just give him, you know, like David Johnson and a couple picks and and everybody would be cool with that. Well, it happened. DeAndre Hopkins yesterday, Jordan Phillips today. It's a very, very good start for Steve Keim and the Arizona Cardinals in free agency. That's your Locked On Cardinals lead story. I'm Alex Clancy. And I'll tell you, I'm as surprised as everybody else is that all of this is happening. It's like a Slumdog Millionaire moment. For those that haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire, Dev Patel, I believe, he goes on how to be, who wants to be a millionaire, and knows the answer to every question through some experience of his life. And then, you know, he obviously gets questioned about it and the whole thing about cheating, but that's kind of where we're at right now. It's like... DJ Humphreys re-signed team-friendly deal. Cool. That was kind of unexpected. The transition tag on Kenyon Drake. Oh, here we go. Now there's going to be upwards of $20 million locked up in the running back position. Okay. It was fun while it lasted for one correct signing with the right money next to it. Fun's over. Oh, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. The Cardinals are trading David Johnson to the Texans? Cool. What are they going to have to do? Give up a, a second-round or third-round pick for the Texans to take on the, the whole David Johnson contract? I mean, I guess that's kind of a stretch, and the Cardinals could definitely use that second- or third-round pick. But, you know, if they use that money to good use during free agency this year, I guess it could kind of be a wash. Wait, what? What? The Texans are trading DeAndre Hopkins back in that deal. What are you talking about? What in holy hell are you talking about? There's no way that this, on this planet Earth, even with all the craziness that's going on right now, that the Arizona Cardinals, selves, Arizona Cardinals have put themselves in this situation. Steve Keim, in one offseason, may just erase all of the bad things that have happened in his history as tenured general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. Like And I know that sounds like a huge proclamation when we're only... We're not even at free agency yet. It starts tomorrow. But the legal tampering and all that stuff, and and DJ Humphries was a, a little while ago. But the fact that you traded for a transcendent wide receiver talent. And I've been talking about DeAndre Hopkins forever. He's got the best hands in the league. He's the closest thing to Larry Fitzgerald. I've talked about this for years because he was kind of buried... In Houston, where the relevancy wasn't at an all-time high, even after they drafted for for Deshaun Watson, there were a lot of highlights. There were a lot of high-scoring games where he scored a lot of touchdowns. A lot of it was in comeback fashion because the team wasn't good offensively with the offensive line and the and with the running back until they signed Lamar Miller. The defense wasn't always great. It was always looked at on paper to be better than it was. DeAndre Hopkins is the closest thing to Larry Fitzgerald that we've seen. He legitimately, for those that have don't know a whole lot about DeAndre Hopkins or think you do, YouTube DeAndre Hopkins highlights. Not only is he a terror along the sidelines, his toe-tapping ability is almost unmatched. Like, Antonio Brown, great at it. But Antonio Brown was a completely different wide receiver because Antonio, what Antonio Brown used to do was run at 100 miles an hour. Catch the ball, toe tap in one movement. Like that's, nobody can do that. DeAndre Hopkins is a huge threat terror on the outside. He's not the fastest, and nobody said he is. But his ability to catch anything around him, anything, toe tapping ability and his ability to be humble, and it's just, he is a perfect, perfect match. For the Arizona Cardinals and what they're looking to do. Add Jordan Phillips today. Defensive tackle from Buffalo at 9.5 sacks from an interior lineman position last year. uh, Partner him with Chandler Jones. The Cardinals have something cooking in the desert. And it seemingly happened overnight. And that's something that Super Bowl teams are built upon. It is. I'm not saying the Arizona Cardinals are going to win a Super Bowl next year. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs next year. But what I am saying is the Arizona Cardinals, with Kyler Murray under center, slash, and shotgun, DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald on the outside, and Kenyon Drake in the backfield, not to mention the defense, oh boy, this could be a fun team to watch for the future. The moves through free agency and trade so far this offseason may put the Cardinals a year ahead of schedule in an effort to get back into relevancy of the NFL. And it's an unbelievable thing to witness. On the other side, we'll continue this talk of the craziness surrounding the Arizona Cardinals and free agency thus far. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Be right back. Welcome back, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On A Z Cards. Man oh man. So when I was <laughs> so the show that I produce is on 6 to 10 AM Monday through Friday, Fox Sports 910 Phoenix. We were talking about, you know, other free agency moves, things that were happening. Nothing all we saw during the show was that the transition tag was placed on Kenyon Drake, and then Armageddon said in, like, oh no, we are reliving history like we've relived so many times with Steve Kyme as the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. And then we see the trade after the show ends. We're like, damn it. This is something that we've been waiting for. These, This is some good news we've been waiting for. If, again, the Cardinals just traded David Johnson four picks and had to trade a pick to get David Johnson off the books, it would have been a C or C-plus move, but it still would have been a move that that you'd look at Steve kind and be like, oh, okay. You've made this mess, but at least you're trying to figure it out on the fly. You're trying to work it out and get the Cardinals out of this hellhole that is David Johnson's contract and not have Kenyon Drake and David Johnson on the books next year. So, did that. The initial report by Adam Schefter was the Arizona Cardinals are sending David Johnson to the Texans. That's all we saw. More details to come later. Cool. I'm driving home... And I see DeAndre Hopkins, and I go nuts. And I'm not really even a, a huge Cardinals fan. Like, obviously, you grow to love the team you, 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 you report on and you cover to a certain degree. Obviously, Kyler Murray coming in add a little bit more allure. Um, but when you see the name DeAndre Hopkins, and I've loved him for so long, for so, you know how many fantasy drafts I've stolen him in, late first round, early second round? we like, how'd you know? Watch football. And then the addition of Jordan Phillips today, this is the one that, yes, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins, the trading that, it was unbelievable, unexpected, shocker, the whole thing. But what Steve Kime did today, bringing in Jordan Phillips, former defensive tackle for the Buffalo Bills, it shows that He gets it more than we think? Maybe he was just letting last year run out, let it fester, let it get bad, and then just, okay, we'll attack it in free agency next year. Because with the Cardinals picking at eight, one of the names that everybody wanted, Derek Brown out of Auburn, interior lineman supposed to be a stud. Jordan Phillips can play outside or inside on that line in the 3-4 front. So... Just because of this signing three-year 30 mil, Jordan Phillips, does not mean that Derrick Brown's out of the equation. Now, with the Carolina Panthers signing Teddy Bridgewater, that does add another team that seemingly isn't going to take a quarterback in the first round ahead of the Arizona Cardinals. So that could kind of prove to be a little problematic with what the Cardinals want to do at eight. I'll talk about that in the last segment. When you look at the Jordan Phillips signing piggybacking with DeAndre Hopkins, So far, before free agency has technically even started, the Arizona Cardinals have shored up their left side with DJ Humphreys, team-friendly deal. They have their franchise running back, I guess, for one year in Kenyon Drake. They got David Johnson off the books and only had to give up a second and a fourth. They got DeAndre Hopkins, who they better sign to a long-term deal, I would assume that that, that would have been part of the parameters for this trade, even though DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have a, a no-trade clause, that they're going to give him an extension. They got a fourth-round pick back, and then they signed a defensive tackle. So f- four of the question marks going into next season have already been answered. And this doesn't mean that these moves will work out, but it means that Steve Kime is looking at his... You know, I, I don't know, his sheet, his roster with all the holes around it and checking off question mark by question mark, at least with one guy. Now, death will obviously have to come later, but you have your left tackle, you have your running back, you have your stud number one wide receiver, and you have an interior lineman that you didn't have last year. That's pretty good. That's pretty damn good, especially from a guy that nobody trusts anymore. And you have people that'll come out and say, oh, I've trusted him the whole time, you're lying. You're lying. They got happened to get the number one overall pick by sheer luck of the draw where Oakland and San Francisco won a couple games late last year and the Jets, and they jumped up to the number one spot. Kyler Murray worked out. Give him credit for that. But he was unopposed at the number one pick. It's not like there were three teams that, that all wanted one guy, and he wanted Kyler Murray and ended up making the right decision. They chose who they wanted. Cliff Kingsbury? The jury's still out. So far, so good. They only won five games last year, but it was a putrid roster. What will they do going into the draft next er, this year, 2020? I have an idea, and I'm going to talk about it next. Locked on Cardinals. Final segment, Alex Clancy here. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. DeAndre Hopkins is a Cardinal. Jordan Phillips is a Cardinal. DJ Humphreys and Kenyon Drake remain Cardinals. So far, so good. The one thing that the Cardinals did give up in the David Johnson trade is a second-round pick. It was a high second-round pick. Now, obviously, what they got back and what they were able to get rid of with the contract of David Johnson obviously outweighs the, the void in their draft structure. But go with me here. Nor- <laughs> Normally, when people start with go with me here, that means. I'm not saying I have seen aliens, but I'm also not saying I haven't, like something like that. Now go with me here. It's not like that. with the Cardinals at eight, and obviously this depends upon where Brian Belaga ends up. Now that um that Conklin is is with is with uh the Browns. Brian Belaga is really the only viable offensive tackle that you would want to give money to. Say that say that he is not signed by the Arizona Cardinals. At eight, you have a decision to make. It becomes more and more unlikely as these mock drafts come out that Tristan Wirth won't be there at eight. There are going to be some very interesting decisions that'll have to be made probably on draft day because I don't think the Cardinals can make any sort of decisions to move back until they know who's taken ahead of them. So, you know, you're going to get your Joe Burrow, your Chase Young, your Tua, your Isaiah Simmons, maybe Justin Herbert. But then there's two spots that are kind of wild cards. I guess Jeff Okuda and Derrick Brown? Does that round out the seven? If so, the Cardinals trade back. Unless you really, really like Mikay Beckton, and you really think that he's going to be a transcendent guy for you, you can inevitably trade back and maybe recoup that second-round pick that you traded away. I'm not saying trade out of the first round, but you know, trade back into the late teens. Maybe somehow get a team to give you two first-round picks. I think Oakland and Miami both have two first-round picks after eight. You can get weird like that. I don't think that would ever be the case. But this is a situation where you need to know exactly what you want with three or four contingency plans. Like, if Tristan Wirfs is there, that's number one. We're going to take him. If Isaiah Simmons is there at number eight, which he most likely is, that we're going to take him. There's always a run on quarterbacks. And if, say Miami wants to take Jordan Love, even though they just signed Teddy Bridgewater, that is, a, or Carolina, sorry, wants to take Jordan Love, even though they just signed Teddy Bridgewater, maybe Jeff Okuda drops you at eight, and then you have a decision to make. Do you take best player available? He could be the next Jalen Ramsey or Marshawn Lattimore. Do you take best player available? Or do you try and find a suitor for for Jeff Okuda at 8 and trade back and try to get a small lion's share for that pick? That is going to be the free-flowing conversation to have for the Arizona Cardinals moving forward because it would be nice to have a second-round pick in this draft. It would be very nice to have as many high picks as you can get, even though they got DeAndre Hopkins through through trade. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. We will continue to monitor with Locked On Cardinals' Bo Brock and myself. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Cardinals. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Football. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.